Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jesus Christ, are they hungry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only had half a gingerbread house for me breakfast this morning. Half a gingerbread <laughs> half house? Yeah. A gingerbread house? I didn't have half of it. Just the extension. You just literally said I, had, I only I, had half I a know. gingerbread house and then you didn't say you didn't have half of it. I didn't have half of it. A wall? No. Just, 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 just a support a, beam? No, just the flooring at the front. Oh, right. Like yeah. the, the veranda? Yeah. The porch? Yeah. Like that. Let's have it with some black pudding. No, Harry Bow on it. <laughs> Sprinkled some shavers on top. Already on there, the right, it is the Christmas special podcast. Uh, we are here. Ross is um, currently digesting a gingerbread house that mm. he's smashed. You had a Swizzles lolly for breakfast the other week. Yeah. Like one of them, the, the saucer shape one. It was a sample ball. It was like half ten in the morning. It comes down, you should unwrap on a lollipop. Like, go ahead. I mean, I get it. Christmas Day, well, you know, you, well, or. or Easter, when you're like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm too old to be eating chocolate for breakfast. But how often we get swizzles, lollipops in the office? It's just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds. No, no, no. You provide energy to the workplace, you know. <laughs> it wasn't me brought them in, but to be fair, like it's good on them. Yeah. Good on them. Um, would you would you smash a lollipop at half ten in the morning, Chris? Yeah. Takes up takes up coffee coffee space really though doesn't it yeah that's true as well <laughs> Sad. Uh, right we've got a, um, a bit of a coffee. a bit of a random one for you we've done the, our, our finest Christmas apparel um, and we're going to take some of the more random questions from you guys that we've accrued God, last week. week we were all in dreams and songs and this week I'm in the same as you yeah absolutely we've all got we've clearly got great taste that's I what it is so. um Right, we've got a question there. It comes from James McHale. Uh, it says, which is the better 80s action movie, Top Gun or Die Hard? Die Hard. It, it's got to be Die Hard. I, lo- I think Top Gun's fine, like it's a good film, but Die Hard? How is... Top Gun's only better, because I think there's a Top Gun drinking game. Is there? Yeah, every time we, every time we see Tom Cruise's nipple. Yeah. He has to down a shot. Yeah, pretty much, but that's the only time I've every really Every time Goose dies, yeah. you've got to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But Die Hard, you know, Die Hard, the, the Christmas film, is, uh, is much better. Well, it tops out both categories. It's a better Christmas film and a better action yeah, film. Did you see Bruce Willis came out on, a, on an award ceremony not too long ago and said categorically it's not a Christmas film? What does he know? Uh, what the fuck? I'm sorry, but it's like... You can get Listen, him. he reads what people tell him to fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like trying to find out a deeper tactical or understanding of the deeper financial models behind how a football clubs run from like an academy player in it. Like, you know, it's like, Just, yeah. Your initial to re- reaction to, to one of those films. Do you fancy watching Die Hard? Yes, yes, I do. I, nah. Do you watch? I mean, there must be people who do watch Die Hard at other po- points of the year, but I don't. I only watch it at Christmas. But here's one for you. What's your favourite film? It's Christmas film. It's not necessarily a, a Christmas film, maybe other than other than Die Hard. Because I discovered recently, I'd forgotten about this, that Iron Man Three is a Christmas film. It's set. A, it's set at Christmas. I was made up because I was like, we can watch. We can watch Iron Man Three in, the, in a random in a random Home week. Alone. It's a coming of age film. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they did one of the James Bond films. They're not Christmas films, but they're on every fucking Christmas. There is films that have got a Christmas feel, like yeah. The Incredibles. You just a, a really good, solid family film can be can, yeah. can go into that category. The Gremlins films, or the, certainly the first one. Can't watch them. Really? Scared me too much. Uncle Buck. <laughs> sorry, don't, I don't sorry, Ross. Can we say? not? I don't watch them. You don't watch. I've not watched them as an adult, but I was so frightened when I was a kid <laughs> that I just like will not. Like it's the, they are the reason that I go to sleep with socks on because in my head when I was a kid the gremlins couldn't get me when I had socks on. So for years and years I used to go to sleep with my socks on. Like I have got past it now. Uh, I am just saying this because it's slightly amusing to you too. But no, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Wow, and I don't really want to. <laughs> good films. I'm sure it wouldn't scare me, very but good, yeah, very good films. Last one called Book in there. Cool runnings, all those like kind of nineties, Winter, wintery films. Yeah. People think of Groundhog Day as a Christmas film, but it's obviously not. It's because it's about the end of winter and whether there's more winter or not. So it's like a people think of Groundhog Day as a Christmas film, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Ross Shanley from outside right, the box. Um, Andrew, did uh, I tell you I had a haircut last Friday? Andrew JB uh, says, Choice, never eat bacon again for the rest of your life. Well, 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 let's stop you right there, Machin. Or every time you eat it, it has to be smothered in marshmallow fluff. Oh, for fuck's sakes. (laughs) What would you do? Why? It's off. Yeah, I I mean, because the. the, Yeah, it just ruined. You've basically not got bacon again. I mean, you could scrape the marshmallow fluff off, I guess. I mean, you talk to a person who has fucking lollipops and ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I up. might have that tomorrow. <laughs> um, have you, I'm guessing if you're having... What's the difference between bacon and bacon and maple syrup and the, the bacon and marshmallows? You're still putting something kind of sweet on it. If you're having bacon, marshmallows and pancakes, I think you can get away with that. But every time you have, every, every time, every time you have bacon, it's, it's ruined so many things. What are you playing at? You're going to have to have a BLMT. I what love that. What are you doing? Like? The look of just growing disgust and borderline anger on your face. It's from ridiculous. Bacon's bacon, like, you know what I mean? doesn't need anything else. You'd rather not have bacon again? Yeah. yeah. I would rather not have bacon again than, than have to live have in a world so where bacon is not bacon anymore. But think of all the things you'd... Yeah. I'm missing it anyway. I'm not put. I'm not. I'm not fancying fucking marshmallow in my mac and cheese. Thanks very much. Just replace it with sausage, can't you? Really? <laughs> no, no comment. Um, <laughs> Andrew Shuck, wherever you can get your answers into any of these in the comments. If you want, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I won't judge you. Um, Andrew Shuck 
Uh, it says, favourite and least favourite pizza? And just for a bit more information here, uh, which is obviously, this is why he just wants to tell someone about this, I think. I just had a pizza that was a BLT. It was a bacon and tomato pizza with a Caesar salad on top. Top notch nosh. Loved nosh. Fucking hell. That word, that word that only exists in 90s talking about blowjobs or the Beano, uh, yeah. which is a very confusing time, particularly when you're heading into your teenage years. Um, love to hear your opinions on the B, on, on a BLT pizza, first and foremost, Chris and Ross, because you're both foodies. I'm followed by what's your favourite and least? We used to, I used pizza. to work in a place where we used to do chicken, Caesar, salad pizzas, and they were they were pretty nice. You know, don't don't go too heavy on, on the lettuce, but you know you could get all the the, you know, the the flavors in there. I think it's pretty pretty nice pizza. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I'm, I I like I like having something like a salad with a lasagna or a salad with a pizza or something like that. That's quite cool. Plus, you could also do like the braised fucking iceberg or something like that, couldn't you? You could work it into it so it's warm as well. Um, I'm totally okay with that. Favorite pizza? It depends what day. You know what I mean? If pizza's a mood thing, isn't it? You know mm. what I mean? Sometimes you feel like an American hot and sometimes you want a meteor. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just one of those things. I, you know, that Induja sausage, you've had that, yeah. I think I've spoken about you. That's amazing like, on pizza. Yeah. It's amazing on pizza. Yeah, the, Spreadable, the, spicy sausage. Yeah, for me, the mood thing, it's either am I having a, a Domino's meteor or am I not having pizza? Um, that's basically my two moods when, when, it, come, when it comes to that. Um, barbecue base stuff for me because I've got a sweet tooth, so I like that and I don't mind. And again, I'm sure people get enraged by it, which I find mad, but like I don't pineapple on a pizza I like because it breaks it up a little bit more. I find I find pizzas, overly savoury pizzas to be a bit... There. It's a lot of food to eat that all Pe- tastes people, the same. Like people are mad with like the pineapple on the pizzas and stuff. It's like you have a fucking red currant jelly with your pork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like apple, it, yeah, apple sauce. Apple sauce and pork. And sweet and sour. Yeah, you did. and yet for some reason when it comes to pizza and like gammon with fucking pineapple and eggs, amazing. Should Every pub anything. in the country sells it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Yeah, similar to that, actually, I went to a place in Manchester years ago and they did a duck and hoisin pizza. Yeah, amazing. Which had all that, like, cucumber and... Papa John's used to do that yeah, on Allerton Road. Really, really nice pizza. Worse, what? Uh, even a veggie one's quite nice. I remember we had a... I think it was here, actually. We had a, we've got a load of pizzas in and I just ordered, like, a veggie one, but like, it's got all the veg on it. It's still loads of flavour in it, but you might turn it up because it's got... Just missing meat, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just a, just a bit of chicken. Just have the veggie yeah. and add some pepperoni and you'll be laughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's full, of, it's full of flavour, but I think the worst one's fucking margarita and it's just fucking boring. Oh, no, a good margarita, though. A good margarita. Though. A, a cheese margarita. pizza, just for just me. For <laughs> <laughs> a good margarita is amazing. Yeah, it is. I, anything with mushrooms on for me is not... Like oh, oh, mushrooms, yeah. Fungi on you. Fucking... Pizza, not for me. It's fine. If I have to, that's fine, but I wouldn't choose it. Um, Irish Leaving um, said, asks, I should say, uh, what was your specialist subject on Mastermind? Be not football related, but I'd also say for better football related and non football related. Liverpool circa 96. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool 95, 96. Yeah. Um, non related. I mean, I, I don't think I'd win. Nintendo 64 games between 95 and 96? Yeah, probably 98, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't have one. I wouldn't go on my stuff like that. I've got a fucking atrocious memory. Yeah, same. Liverpool circuit last weekend, I think, would probably have to have to be mine. The following game. Yeah. I kind of don't want to talk about. Probably non-footy. Fucking hell. 
the US office. I fucking seen that enough times, back to back, with another fucking script, probably. That's that's yeah. The, like uh, yeah. If, if there was a mastermind challenge to say every line from either Bad Boys, Ace Ventura, or Austin Powers, oh, yeah. I could. I, I reckon if the, you know, like the, that that um, sing for your life kind of thing, like you know, pick a song that you can sing without stumbling to say to save your life, gun to your head. I I, I reckon I could. There's cup. There's a handful of films I could literally. I could literally play. Coupling's probably the only one I could do that with. Yeah. I don't watch films. Over and over, but apart from Christmas films, yeah. yeah, I used to do it. But TV series, I do occasionally. But now I, I just yeah. watch new stuff. Now. I'd say Star Wars, but then you realise that you think you're a massive Star Wars geek, and you fucking just not. There's so much more to. The well, if you could to pick it to the movies, yeah, yeah, like the original trilogy. I, I, I like the Back to the Future trilogy. I'm not sure there's a piece of trivia I don't know about about those. So I'd probably go with go with something like that like uh, with a bit of thought I could probably tell you all the seeds that have actually still got Eric Stoltz in as Marty McFly um, you know random random shit on Liverpool I'd go Liverpool kits of the Premier League of the Premier League era would be my would be my specialist subject because there were years where I, I was they were just I was absolutely obsessed still am but also you know yeah, yeah it, that's the difference between me and my dad my dad just can't stand, can't stand the concept of football kits and sponsors and Liverpool's kit not being red with a white collar and that being it, and everyone just getting on with their lives. Uh, but no, I'm a, I'm a bit, a bit mad on all that kind of stuff. Um, Phil R. Postgrad Phil says you can only eat domestic food the rest of your life plus one foreign country. Which foreign cuisine are you choosing? Italy. Oh. Chinese. Interesting. Indian. Mm. I'm having pasta. Actually, I'm having pizza, and Italy do so much more than pasta and pizza as well. And the, the, the fucking wines, <laughs> amazing. The beers, amazing. Yeah. They do croissants and they do all the little stuff with the pistachio cremas and all that type of stuff. They they, they nail all of it. I had a thought the other day when I was in Sayers and I was looking along at the selection of like cakes and stuff like that, and I, and I was reminded of an episode of How I Met Your Mother um, where they talk about the cheerleader effect, and it's like a group of people who can make can look more attractive together in in in, in, a, in a group situation, and it's it's it just, just in terms of the sexism, it works both ways, but it's like you can have a group of people who who, who dress well. Like a group of well-dressed men together can look more attractive, can look attractive all together. When you realise everyone's just very average-looking people, and I realised the same thing about our cuisine. It's like, oh wow, look at a lot of beautiful selection cakes. And I thought back to like every patisserie I've ever been in, and like you walk into an out. Was it was it Strasbourg? We stopped off on on the Europa League trip. We stayed there. Yeah, and we went to and we we went to like a, a patisserie in the in the morning. It was just the nearest one on the corner. Could have been the shittest one they had going, and it was the most. Gorgeous selection of uh, you know pastries and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, "This is what we've got." And I looked around at the sayers at the like the grime rubbed into the floor and all these fucking metal counters and everything about it was just so very English. I mean, like, like oh, let's be honest, what the fuck's an ice finger? It's just a funny shaped <laughs> burger bun with some fucking icing on. It's a yeah, hot dog bun with icing. Great, <laughs> fucking hell, genius, <laughs> fucking knobheads. They must think we're fucking idiots. <laughs> You know what I mean? Nice gonna, I fucking... I know, but it's like when the American. Oh, we got pink Asian today, boys. It's like I remember going to America for the first time and going, and because the food choice in America is out of this world, because they're a country that loves to eat. And I remember going, like, and you can have fifteen different types of cheese, and it was like, and you can have this cheese, French cheese, English cheese, blah blah blah. You have American cheese, and well, when in Rome, I'll have American cheese. <laughs> you don't, don't want to. What's American cheese? Just fucking cheese. It's a it? no, it's a Kraft's 
it's like it's a fucking plastic square oh, sheet yeah. of cheese. It's not they're not even allowed to call them cheese when they bring them to Europe. It's because there's not enough it's, actual yeah, cheese in yeah, them. Absolutely. And that's why craft slices are called singles here and not cheese slices. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Um, right, okay. Um, Rose, Some people think Groundhog Day is a Christmas film. I'm Yako. The rule of three. Uh, if, it, if people aren't laughing on three, then it's not funny. Um, would you rather outski an avalanche or outsurf a tsunami? <laughs> That's a belter of a question. Right. Go on, Ross. You, you answer this one first. What? Sorry, repeat that. Outski an avalanche? Yep. Or out safe a tsunami. Ooh, um, avalanche. Okay, I think I'm going to go for. Wow, that'd be, that'd be yeah. Chris, it's a fucking you tough far question. Too much it's a fucking tough question. I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> is it guaranteed that you get to the like you get away? Yeah, so like, say, you're out safe and or out skiing. Right, so. but but like, so what I'm thinking is, is this starting in the middle of the ocean? And am I am I am I saving this for days <laughs> to get away? <laughs> <laughs> because mountains are just mountains. They're, 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 you know, you, you can see the fucking end of them yeah. for a start. So I'm thinking, I don't, I, you know, I want a, I want a pizza <laughs> at some point. So I'll probably go the avalanche because there'd be a pizza shop there. Yeah, or, or I was thinking of other people as well. An avalanche might stop halfway down a mountain, whereas you know, I might just ruin a whole fucking village. Oh wow, yeah. Oh Ross, Mister Magnanimous, there. Can I, can I can I go halfway and kind of snowboard away from an avalanche? Sure. Um, <laughs> it's the safe thing because surfing's just cooler than skiing, isn't it? it just look, you've got that thing of like you know, you've, got the, you've seen those videos of the big waves. You've not seen me in a fucking <laughs> pair of speedos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a mental image. <laughs> um, uh, Maryam uh, says, uh, "What are you most looking forward to for Christmas?" Presents. <laughs> the giving and receiving of gifts. No, the Me. receiving of gifts. I uh, I really enjoy having all the family round and stuff on Christmas. Um, we've been doing Christmas dinner and ours for a few years and stuff, and and the kids have got the cousins coming around this year and stuff like that. So I can't wait for that. Like. Same, yeah, it's just family thing, isn't it? Everyone's a, we're brought down on the podcast, but everyone's had a fucking a shit year spending time with people that you've not seen in the same fucking building for 10 months, I think it is the one. I genuinely love, because I, 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 I love Christmas, love the whole build-up, love everything about it, but I, I love the fact that I get sucked into thinking that it's better than it is every year. <laughs> like, every year, oh, I'll get to see the family, and then you end up in a situation where you, you realise that, like, family family are the people who do your head in the most. So you ever to be, but that's the one thing I'm going to miss this year, because normally we'd go to my wife, Family for this before Christmas, and then obviously mine around, and then there's half the family in Liverpool there, and then my family. We're not going to the family away, which is always my best time because they stress her out, but don't stress me out because they're her family, not mine. And, and I just get to go and get bevied and, and relax, and the kids again play with the cousins. And, and you get to go like the man, the men go to the, the pub men, and the stuff, men yeah. go to the pub, and the women stay at home. It's the it's like it's Toryville, like yeah. you mean, but it's um, but it's the benefits, the benefit, the benefits to that. And they, I, I like the fact that now they've gotten over the fact that I'm obviously a, a scouser and don't don't share these things. We don't have those deep conversations, but we have stuff where like one goes I can't drink in this pub let's go to the let's go to the Connie club instead I'm like can I go to the Connie club they'll stick me up in there <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I won't leave there me. I won't leave there alive um, but no I'm gutted we won't have that but yeah we'll make the we'll make the most of it this year which I'm looking forward to I think that's the good thing about Christmas this year is that it's it's a ni- it's nice that it's like a it's a it's like a, a beachhead 
like you can get, you can go. Okay, let's just get to there and take a breather. You know, relax a little bit. Hopefully, see some people and then go. Okay, and well, Brexit kicks in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks. Fucking out, Ross. Jesus Christ. Um, right, South. Oh, here's one. Uh, Hussein or, or Hussassin, I should say. Um, Eleven says best pool shot any of yous have ever done. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Chris Pajak. Oh, Bazinga. Bazinga. Bazinga, Is yeah. what the video one everyone's seen? Yeah, yeah. It was made into a gif. It's gone yeah, now. I've tried to find it so many times. Like, Explain. I, I know looked Bazinga to win a game. It was fucking glorious. You were out, we were out, weren't we, initially for the West Liverpool West Ham game and you stayed out in some mad... East End London. Well, it was bosh because we, we beat them 4 0, didn't we? And then we were just bevying on a barge because they, they don't have no pubs at the London Stadium now, do they? So they basically just hired boats to come to down the canal. So we were just bevying on like four boats or whatever. Me and Nicky from West Ham Fan TV Paul was there for a little bit. And the Brazilian West Ham YouTubers because they are like the most prolific YouTube base ever for a, for a, for a football team. And and then yeah, so you you got off. I stayed out with them all night, like, and uh, it was it was just a fucking crazy night, like, cause like there was lads coming up to me going, just keep your eye on her, lad. She's fucking nuts, you know what I mean? Like absolutely fucking wild. Neck turn around and she's fucking got a top off in the middle of the fucking ping pong club and she, uh, fucking honestly and it, and and like and then they were like, she'll fucking jump on you. Just be careful. She didn't even fucking jump on me. I felt really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> But she was on fucking high alert. Yeah, so I'll be Bazinga the pool. Yeah, Bazinga is a, a famous YouTuber for those who aren't down with that and not just a catchphrase from a. Oh, I thought it was the name of the place. Bang Average right. um, sitcom. Um, I'm not sure you follow that story up, Paul. I can no. make something. Anytime I beat him, really, really sly on. The ones. On the Big Bang Theory there, mate. It's, uh, it's fine. Um, the. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Um, the the best. What, uh, there's a handful of ones. So there's one that randomly stood out to me, and it's not in nowhere near as celebrated, of course, as Chris smashing the internet with his with his one. But we used to play uh, we used to play killer a lot in the pub I worked in when I was at university. And uh, so you, what you do at the end of the night, you'd stuff the pockets and you'd play you'd play killer. And I remember playing it as doubles, and there was a, there was money riding on it, and I was bladdered. And I, the only way I'm good at pool is to be a few a few babies. And I was in I was on the the crest of a wave, the perfect amount. Four of Four pints for me is that wave. Yeah. Like just 
super confident, flowing, not overthinking any shots, and in the zone. And I lit, and it came down to like a black ball game. And I was with this guy, and he was a proper, he was a bit of a scaggered like, but he was into the money meant a lot, a lot to him. And he was like, "Right, Paul, don't mess this up." And I went. Don't worry, I've got this, and I bent down. No luck, didn't fit, and finished it. Like I would never have. That's the I do that shot all the time. I just for the fucking laugh, and never ever make it, and absolutely finished it with it's a. It's like plot. the idea of the Sheffield fucking Mister Wendell. <laughs> fucking <laughs> this shot doesn't mean a lot to you, but it means a great deal to me. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, he's probably dead now. Um, probably spent that money on something. Uh, but anyway, um, have you got? You're not gonna. Not gonna. How did your game of um, probably Vogue go last week with Paul that you put on Instagram? Last week? Yeah. Or like yesterday? It's a Christmas show. Last <laughs> week, <laughs> last week, last week, last week he lost two. Last week he lost two 0 Yeah. I thought I know. I know you said not to speak of it again on Instagram stories, like, but we. I thought we might just bring it up. Who said? Did Ross? Did I beat? Did I, did I beat him? Or did he last beat week, him? yeah. Yeah, he beat me. I'm gonna put it on Instagram stories. Oh, so did, did, I did a poll about who would win? win? Yeah, it was pretty even actually. Oh wow. Yeah, and then. Oh wow. I so didn't... behind the scenes, you've got this whole thing going on, and then you stepped up, and I didn't. Unbeknownst to me, I just beat yeah, and that was. It's probably well, I, I, I haven't done I've, it for I've saved that story from last week. It wasn't I, um, inside twenty four hours ago, Paul. Yeah. I haven't yeah, I haven't done that for a while, but obviously I ate content and then yeah. I did put my goals up that I scored against Fabinho and Jota, yeah. Oh well it's good to know that the that our Instagram universe think highly of me. That's good oh, to well, know. Well, <laughs> Paul will be never speaking this again. Sensational. Um Craig and Kent. <laughs> Does a traditional Christmas with snow and cold weather or abroad to a sunnier climate and something different? I've never done the abroad thing and I don't really want to. Mm. Like I'm not a I'm not a summer Sunshine beach person. fucking No, I'm not I'm not I'm not one of them anymore. Yeah, I'll take I'll take cold and snow. I like that I thought guitar was gonna be fucking dead and it just it wasn't. Yeah. I I, I had this What's um, that got to do with anything? That's what he did last Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Last I just thought Christmas. guitar was going to be dead. <laughs> last this time, right? Yeah, it wasn't. Last Christmas. Christmas. I know. Ah, like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, I, there was a moment because I booked a couple of days away for the family, and I, and I did. Part of me just went. Could I just put us on a plane somewhere warm for a couple for a couple of days just to have a nice break between it being this and that. I don't think I'd want to be away on Christmas Day because that's crap. But there is a part of me that'd be like, if you could get a week in the build up to Christmas and get away from all like the the you know the madness and all that kind of stuff, that would be. Doesn't feel like Christmas though. I think you could have that build up of Christmas for it to be Christmas for us. The problem yeah. is, is that again, we we work obviously the job we do is very quite intense around what we do. You know, particularly from October to January, and my wife being a teacher is very, like. You, Finding a way to relax, it's very, very difficult to switch. And particularly when you're kids, it's very difficult to switch off over Christmas. And I've yet to find out what the answer is to that. So I, I've not tried the sunny climbs thing. There would be something to, I think, just yeah, going somewhere and, go, and sitting by a swimming pool with cocktails or whatever for a, for a few days, and then coming back all relaxed to the to the madness and stress of Crimbo when everyone's open jumping all over you. Yeah, I could, I'd see, I'd like that. to do. I've never been skiing. I'd love to do a skiing holiday mm. around December time Escaping or something avalanche. like that. Yeah, skiing yeah. avalanche. Why not? Yeah. In, in a pair of speedos. Absolutely. You could go to the World Cup next year for the England games. Be back in time for Christmas anyway. So. Um, James O'Donnell. Yeah. Um, James O'Donnell. Just what you getting from Santa? Money. 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 That's what I've asked for. Money. Asked for money. Yeah. Vouchers, money, got Woolies vouchers. <laughs> yeah, for me fucking picking mix, me fucking <laughs> a year supply. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm, 
Right. How many pans and ice scrapers are you getting this Christmas? Not this year, mate. My kitchen's all fully stocked. I got the last of the mermaid trays for my birthday. Um, so I'm just going with music. Nice. Oh, do you know what I'm getting, which, which I found out, um, is a baby Yoda, which is his name. I won't say his name for people who haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Okay, sad. Um, <laughs> control, remote control holder. Yeah. A what? A remote control so you holder? your remotes and holds your PlayStation controller. Oh, nice. fucking same time. It's pretty cool. Oh, like, cool. like, if you put them on, like, the side of the couch, will he just grab them? Yeah. With the force? Yeah. Put them inside himself? Then you go, no. And then you go, Grogu. And it goes, And you go, I hope so. I can't even remember. I have this constant good battle with my wife, and I ask the... It's called manage that, mate. I, I am I ambush you. I Christmas ambush you. And stuff like I like to win Christmas. I like to get. I like to. I, I just like buy, I like buying presents for people. I get a, I get a kick out of it more than I get out of getting stuff. I look forward to my present then. But um, okay, good. Sure. <laughs> um, don't, don't don't hold your fucking breath. Um, the um, no, I but I um, it's too late now. Anyway, it's Christmas in a couple of days. It's uh, got time to go out. Yeah, Have yeah, a Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I I so I I just do and go. Yeah, I'll have one Christmas this year, big time. So she goes, oh, fuck, fuck. She's like, I've not even started yet. And I'm like, I'm done. I've been done. You are you are going to look like such a dickhead <laughs> when I bring out all of your amazing presents and you fucked it. You've absolutely fucked it. And you get it. It's, I, I shouldn't do it because it causes her a lot of emotional stress. But, um, fuck her. But yeah, well, Sorry, I do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Small wins, Paul. Like, uh, um, but yeah, it is. No, I, I, I can't. So I, I, it's a hell of a I made up. I put a random load of shit on a list so I've no idea what I'm actually getting but if I get if, if Santa's good a couple of random footy shirts and stuff oh, it's a good cool. for me um, right ooh um, oh, I think we know the answer to this one from Chris Pajak uh, what's your second favourite sport but what is Ross Chanley's second favourite sport women's football it's still the same sport <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell he just went there <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ um, was it under 23s would you yeah go on no do you watch women's footy I've been to a few games yeah um, either on the telly or when I've been with, with Adel or Amy I've been I think I've you know, my daughter apart, I must admit there's a part of me with me having a, a daughter I do think about like that I've, I've Role models. I've never, I'd never really thought of it growing up about what, how having female leads in movies, because all the leads in the movies that I watched were all men and all the heroes were men and all that kind of stuff. So I never really, and or all white men as well. So it never really occurred to me that uh, to think of it otherwise. It's only when you notice it more recently that they've changed you know fucking the, Jasmine the in the new Aladdin is, is an incredible fucking role model for, yeah. for, for girls growing up and stuff mm. like that and you do notice it if you've got kids I, I said I the one that stood out for me this is a tangent on it was going to see Wonder Woman and my wife walking out of the cinema and doing like a high kick off the steps of the showcase <laughs> bitches and I was like like wow because it, it Having someone that you can tell sounds mad, so you can relate to Wonder Woman, but you know, like we related to Luke Skywalker and we related to Michael Knight and we related to all these big heroes. And, and the fo- from the football perspective, you know, of course, women can get into get, will get into football at any level, but that there's an aspirational thing about seeing, see, being able to see yourself in it. That I, I must admit, I'm quite it fascinates me about maybe taking it to see yeah, women's footy. She hates it when obviously I have to work at home and watch the football. Like she loves most salads are fucking bits, like it's fucking nuts. Um, she likes playing it but like going to physically go and watch it and then obviously see the women in front of her like I don't supplement I think she just just likes it like, like, like you just said but it's good for her to go and actually watch something and never take it to a to a men's game because well a, you can't but before you when you call it's fucking too busy to fucking lot of money whereas that one's a, you know it's an alternative I joked about the women's 
thought, well, that's the only that's the only other thing that, that, I, that I think I'd watch. I'd tune to like Wimbledon or whatever, but then like just not asked. Is there another sport that you would act, you you go, oh, that's coming up. I'll actively I'll make a point of. Of no. watching that because I've had I've had loads of second sports over the years yeah. like I've had phases so I had a phase when I was mad into baseball I had a phase when I was mad into snooker I had a phase when I was quite when I was younger I, play, I played cricket quite a bit and I, I, I would always watch Wimbledon you know and, and I would I had a phase where I was into like I'd watch Rugby Union and, and if league was on, I'd watch a bit, a bit of that. A lot of it's circumstantial who you're around and what you do to fill but yeah I, I at the moment because I, 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 it's replaced, like I'd watch the wrestling if it was on even though it's not a sport it's entertainment but you know what I mean I don't really have that whereas because your NFL's yours but then you've got I watch 10 NFL. others I watch yeah. so much fucking sports it's ridiculous I, I literally watch the world what, 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 what is it actually called? Do you know the League of Darts final the other week? And like, that, that fucking Portuguese guy, they call, they call him the special one because he's Portuguese and he's obviously come into the sport late and stuff like that. I just watch, I'll just watch any live sport, me. I just love it. Like, so I watch NFL, I watch Formula One religiously, um, I watch Rugby Union when it's on and it's the internationals. Don't like league, to be fair. Uh, yeah, watch the. I'll, I'll just F1. watch. I'll just, mate. I'll just watch. Yeah. I'll just watch live sports. I love it. Darts is a, it would be a fucking cracking day out. That's one of my only things. Be fucking bucket list of you know, Bally Pally or fucking Blackpool, whatever else, and just get dressed up and get smashed for fucking ten hours. It'd be fucking cool. Yeah, but I wouldn't physically just sit down and watch it. Yeah, but have the patience to, I like, to I like, learn a new sport. Well, or yeah, to... well, there's that definitely. I mean, I, that's why I'm, I'm looking. Some regards is that I was sporty growing up, so I played loads of different sports, and I, so I have a base understanding. I can, there's most sports I can drop in and. I'm fundamentally get on like rugby was the last one rugby and NFL I struggled with until I literally had to go right I've got no choice everyone seems to be into this I'm going to either sit and be bored in a corner or engage or engage with it and then I work out the rules understand it and then once you got that you can you can get into it but no it, does, it makes a difference it's the it's the highlights and that's the good thing about sports is that like for example there was the um, the cricket a year ago where they had the the like the England one the was it the, the under was it the the T20 with the super over at the end and all that kind of stuff like and being able to drop into a, an amazing moment of sport and understand the context of what you're watching and know what it is that's chasing yeah, that that must have made this definitely. I, I got I got in at the start of lockdown, got back into the NBA for the first time in fucking years since we probably used to watch it when we used to watch the baseball Paul. Mm-hmm. Because the NBA basically have like a game pass, which is the NFL equivalent where you can watch all the games and they were giving it away during lockdown. So I was like, I just downloaded it. And because it was um, the Michael Jordan documentary was on Netflix. I'd cut, sort of caught the wind again of it and stuff and I, I went back and they were putting all the old games on for free so I was watching games from the fucking 90s with the Bulls that I'd not seen yeah. and I, I, like that's the thing for me I just like live sports I just like to see the winners and the losers and, and those emotions and stuff so it doesn't matter if it's old yeah it's if you're watching it for the first time, I can get, and I know a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people can't watch something that they know the results of. Yeah. Well, it was a 25 year old basketball game. I didn't know the fucking results. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think I, it's slightly harder as well with giving footballs on like fucking every night as well. Like you're trying to keep up, keep, you know, that's, keep up with like the, the Premier League's party job as well. And even to be fair, like me, like my dad's mad on the cricket. So like, but we go we go around for Sunday dinner, and if between there's all like cricket on a Sunday, you know, there'll be a test match on, or there'll be some 2020 or whatever on. Um, or some one day stuff or whatever and I've caught loads of bits and pieces of that because my dad will always have it on between 
the whatever whatever matches I'm on during the Super Sunday stuff. So I've caught a lot of really good stuff. I, I just I like the I just like thank you. I like the highlights. I, I, that's, but that's why I can't commit to another sport because that's not what sport is. Sport is the grind. You know, like fandom is that is is going through another set of highs and lows, which I haven't got the time or energy for. But I'm all in on. Jumping in on someone goes, but there's a bit is a big is a big fight. I wouldn't watch someone's boxing career, but I might jump in on a big on a big fight periodically, or I'll jump in on a semi final on Wimbledon, but I wouldn't watch a prelim. You know what I mean? And these days, I wouldn't watch I wouldn't watch all the early rounds of the of the Masters or um, snooker or whatever. Oh, I would. But I would. I, the Masters is one of my favourite sporting events of the year because it's on at the perfect time for England. Yeah. I, I, I tend to watch the US stuff more because the the. The England stuff, it's like fucking starts on a fucking Friday when everyone's in work or whatever. It's a Saturday daytime when you're busy with the kids. So that that that's another thing for me where the American sports suits my lifestyle more. Yeah. I can watch it because the family are going to bed or yeah. whatever. Like, I'd say, well, it's a good time. World Championship tag, amazing. Oh that my amazing. god, that's fucking what a rush. I can get in on that. Yeah. I, I just yeah, that or just watching loads of fails. Honestly, yeah. watch the fucking axe throwing. Fuck me, no. there's, there's a, there, <laughs> no. oh, you know, yeah, yeah. you showed us that video the other week. I was watching it for hours the other night, a, a fucking hours, and I'm getting, you get in on the storyline, and it's just some fucking overweight fellas throwing axes at walls, but my word is it fucking entertaining. I, like. When I was a kid, we first got to Sky, there was a channel, and I can't even remember what it was called, I've been thinking, it was like, it was like Trans nope. World Sports or something, but it was one of the early numbers. It, but it was like a channel followed by Ski Sunday was it or was that no no, no but this is a channel this is like there was a channel and it was along them lines and it had all the most random sports so it had Eurosport. tractor pulling no Eurosport was like the next channel up it, it, it had tractor pulling and monster trucks oh. and speedboat racing and like mad I remember tape, like Sky was needed to be taping a full tape of all these random like you know like um, funny car racing and drag racing and fucking Red everything Red Bull racing's like, quite good actually yeah but people just make the their own cars no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Car, make yeah. their own shitty cars I, I actually know one of my friends is actually like the the best female pilot in the Red Bull you know the, the plane oh. ones and stuff Melanie Assles and Amy's like got all kinds of fucking sponsorships and stuff. so you know where we used to go in Monaco my dad's best mate John Assles it's his daughter and she was she was kind of doing nothing with her life really for ages and then she just decided when she was about 25 to 30 years old she was like I just want to go and be a pilot it's what I've always wanted to do I'm just going to go to do she went to Paris to learn to become a pilot managed to get to become a pilot started to do like the commercial flights and stuff was like this isn't what I'm in it for I want to do the fucking X Gamesy type stuff and now she's literally one of the best in the world wow. like flying fucking airplanes she's amazing like, outstanding mm-hmm. um, Matt Purchase what's the best Christmas song ever Let's stir people up. Powers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Never mind. That's the answer. I, uh, that, those radio stations that fucking still play it, by the way. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's the. Uh, to me, that that act. Does, if if we spun the question to what's the Christmas song you actively try to avoid, it's the same thing. I mean, like I don't. I, I love that song that much that I got on my way to not listen to it until like the run, the real run into Christmas. I remember us working behind a barn on Christmas Eve, and we we uh, in the weeks that we refused to play it, and then Christmas Eve we played it once every hour, like on the hour we play that to get us through the Christmas Eve shift. Um, but most like loads of the the. the the Sinatra and Dean Martin stuff for me like that or of course the Boo Blake the Boo Blake Christmas I mean that's album is probably the best Christmas yeah. album yeah. absolutely essential Christmas tree getting decorated the Boo Blake album goes on Punk Rock Christmas by MXPX oh god amazing amazing uh, uh, me, me facing the Gimme Gimme's we've got a Christmas album as well 
Brilliant. Oh, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, right, a couple of things I want to tell you is all about, actually. We've got a two-part special, uh, or two-part Christmas special, as it were. Not necessarily Christmas theme, but it's the Jürgen Klopp, the best 50 moments of the Klopp era so far. Two episodes, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on the RedmenTV.com. Perfect time to sign up. If you really want something to get in and, get, and lift your spirits and go through some just amazing, amazing highlights. And it's not just the simple things like, oh, it's just Liverpool beating Barcelona. Really drilling down into some small, some funny moments, some really hard movements moments and all that kind of stuff that I, I can't wait for you to see that show so if you really need something to keep you entertained over the festive period then do go and sign up to the redmentv.com and get the 50 best moments of Jürgen Klopp special narrated by James Sutton nonetheless um, so yeah it should be very good and we've got one thing to remind you of as well it's between Ross and Chris right now uh, if you want to win the sign sexual Jordan attention Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a prize hard, hard game of hard the sausage um, if you really uh, if you want to win our sign Jordan Henderson t-shirt oh. Sign up as a club legend on the RedmanTV.com. You get access to the Klopp show, get access to all the other amazing content that we make in video and in podcast form, and you're entered automatically into the prize draw to win a signed Jordan Henderson Champions t shirt. It's an absolute unique item, not, no other ones of these in the whole wide world. And uh, yeah, not just do you get the chance to win it, but you also get amazing entertainment. So, what more could you ask for? Uh, don't forget, you've got a fictional show on Christmas Eve as well called Top of the Clops, where we each sing a Christmas song. It's going to be amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Why did we not think to do that? That would have been amazing. That's not a thing, by the way. Um, but no. if you want it to be next year, it can be. Um, gents, thank you so much. Have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Uh, we, of course, will be making plenty of content, but we are taking a little bit of a break this week. So we'll be back um, for the game after Boxing Day, West Brom. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned back in for that on the YouTube channel. And the podcast will return after the festive period. But yeah, have a wonderful time, wonderful Christmas, a wonderful end to a shitty year. Uh, and hopefully it can continue to be amazing for the mighty Liverpool FC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.